What's up, Eric? What's up, Breadheads? Welcome to another episode of Stink Fresh. Your boy's in the booth. It's a Friday afternoon. The sun is warm. I'm one fat tug deep, and I am ready to podcast. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, it is a nice day outside. It's like shockingly warm for end of September. I think it's the last like uh, spurt of warm weather before we mm-hmm. get hit with uh, mud season here in Vancouver. You know, I, I like being a little piggy in the mud. I don't mind. I watched this TikTok <laughs> yesterday about a guy complaining about people who complain about the weather because he says, like, why are you letting the one thing nobody control can control like bum you out. You're just bumming everyone out by being bummed out by the thing no one can control. So just get mm-hmm. over it. And I was like, damn, mm-hmm. you're so right. You know, that's, that's how I feel. About, honestly, that's, that's how I feel about the quality of the vegetables at Subway. People always be like, oh, the tomatoes were too soggy or the cucumbers were too dry. But bro, you're just bumming us all out. No one can control mm-hmm. the quality of the vegetables there. Mm hmm. You're so far removed from the quality of the tomato that it's it's so silly to even like think twice about it because like there's like some like Mexican who is like planting the tomato and like nurturing it like thousands of kilometers away and then you have to pay like mm-hmm. probably like a hundred people that that tomato's touched a hundred people's hands on its way to Subway you know what I mean <laughs> gonna get another slice of that dude <laughs> touched a hundred hands washed zero times isn't that crazy <laughs> wow but here, here's the you, thing you don't think somebody talk- washes a tomato i think it's like bare minimum you think they wash the vegetables you think why if if they were washing them then wouldn't they be wet eric explain that they're all dry as a bone great point i mean they probably pick it when it's green i think that's probably why it's dry <laughs> <laughs> that's it's true. what survives the trek across North America, you know, mm-hmm. the only wetness on your vegetables came from the inside. That's right. And the condensation on the plastic lid. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> dude, your, your uh, hot houses are getting hot boxed in that little tub. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's actually pretty nasty. If you think about it. Mm-hmm. I bet you the vegetables get washed more often than the bins. Yeah, probably those. I think those bins, as soon as they're emptied, I think they just go straight in the garbage. I think they're one single use bins. Mm-hmm. Single-use plastics. Exactly. Nice. Just Thank like God the bread. Subway doesn't charge us for like 15 cents for like the paper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but they've they've held the line on that, and I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, you think you're just going to let that sandwich touch one more hand as the sandwich writer just picks it up and hands it to you at the end just raw? Mm-hmm. It, it's always funny when you like buy something, and then they ask you if you want a bag with it, like after you pay. Mm-hmm. Or or if I ask, like, actually, can you throw that in a bag for me? And I'm, like, already tapping my Amex. And they're like, oh, fuck. Like, I have to give <laughs> you 15 cents. And then usually yeah. they just give it to you. But that's, like, <laughs> that's my way of cheating the system. <laughs> this, this one simple hat grocer's hate. <laughs> exactly. It's going to cost you more in fees to process my platinum card than it is to just give me the paper bag, you know? Jeez. Well, that's what I'll do at Subway when they start charging for the wrapper. I'll say, after I've paid, can you wrap it? Can you wrap that thing? And th- then that's how I get the five. We'll call it the five finger discount because otherwise they're picking it up with their hands. Mm-hmm. A twelve finger discount. Twelve finger. <laughs> damn. Thinking though, Eric, about the vegetable quality at Subway and like why they can't be better. If you think about a company that is too big to fail, Subway is too big to succeed. And by that I mean mm-hmm. that system of three hundred 
farmers and uh, factory workers touching that tomato is too complicated of a pro product like process for any one person to actually improve the tomato. Like how do how does somebody m m change the like that the cogs that are like allowing that many tomatoes to go to that many different places that frequently? Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't inflict that kind of positive change. I, I honestly wish I had an answer for you. And this is my version of like, of the how often do you think about the Roman Empire question? Mm -hmm. <laughs> for me, it's like, how often do you think about huge corporations making change at their businesses? Because like, I think mm -hmm. it is all the time, Ty. Like, for example, how does Apple like do anything? <laughs> They're like fucking massive. Like, it makes mm -hmm. no sense. But I have no like, clue. Like, how do you even like command that many people to move in a single direction? Yeah, dude, I can't even like take my recycling out. And they're like, I mean, like to, to be fair, the <laughs> iPhone 15 is very similar to the iPhones before it. So the, that's true. The they didn't do anything, to, actually. Yeah. The easiest thing to change is your face, you know, change a facelift, rebrand. <sighs> yeah, I guess. But like. I don't know. Thinking about that, it's like, I don't know, there's just like too many moving pieces for my brain to comprehend. You know what I mean? It's just like my brain stalls out whenever I think of like, mm -hmm. how does Apple go from idea to like actual product? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, I it imagine it's the sense. same problem at Subway. Like imagine having to, imagine being in charge of rolling out that new menu. Like that's such a big change for a company like Subway where it's like mm -hmm. all the employees hate working there. <laughs> So every single employee is like against you. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Damn. Like maybe there's like a, there's like a line. It's kind of like the tree line on a mountain. It's like anything above this line, everyone's like happy to do their job. And then everyone below this line is like pissed to be there. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure every company has that line. Yeah, I think so too. And it's probably lower <laughs> than the bosses think. Yeah. Well, or higher. higher. Higher, yeah, yeah, higher. Yeah, sorry. Can we get much higher? Yeah, if the bosses are above that line, it's usually like the lines are immediately below them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're they are the line. team hates them. They, they're the front line. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Interesting. Buddy. Damn, I don't, I don't get it either, though, Eric. I don't know how anybody can do anything, and I think that's why so many new products nowadays are actually just rebrands of old products, not just like iPhone 15 and titanium, but like subway did all of this stuff just to relaunch nothing. They launched nothing. They just changed the poster. They probably spent millions and billions of millions and millions of dollars on, uh, the like think tank that created the subway series menu. And the only output of it was a picture. Like they just put a picture up on the wall you know, they didn't change anything else. Nothing else really <laughs> happened. I guess so. I mean, yeah, they changed the graphic that it's up on the wall. They added mozzarella. And they added mozzarella. Yeah. I guess like there's somebody at, at, a sub at every subway who just like receives a new box every like once in a while with like different stuff. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, fuck, I guess the menu's changing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's probably the only notice they get when they unbox mm -hmm. the um green goddess or whatever <laughs> yeah totally they just open a box full of mozzarella and they're like what What do we do with this <laughs> wow yeah. no instruction to the wrong place <laughs> <laughs> this should be going to the uh the deli down the street not here yeah, yeah dude
Okay, but okay, every idea that's ever existed, the final, like the final solution of the idea, the final production of the thing is always a like a whisper of what the first idea was. You have a big grand idea, and then through resourcing and technical constraints and other constraints, fiscal constraints, it gets mm-hmm. whittled down to just a little tiny speck of its previous form. And that's what goes out the door <laughs> at every company on every project. So Subway Series menu, all they made was a poster and some mozzarella. What was the big idea? How did that pitch start? Hmm. That's a great question. I mm-hmm. think if I were to put my CEO shoes on, mm-hmm. you know, my my Marcella Tappy loafers, mm-hmm. um, I would probably say that the Subway Series menu was intended to um, make ordering easier, both mm-hmm. online and in person. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'm picturing like a grab and go sandwich situation mm-hmm. and like extremely streamlined ordering. That would be my only guess because Dude. unless they intended to have like way more other ingredients than they do now, because right now there's like barely any new ones. So I imagine that was prior constraint. They're probably mm-hmm. like, like their like in-house ingredient team was like, actually, we can't do capicolo. We just can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of season. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, what else could it be, Ty? What's your mm-hmm. idea? No, I think you hit the nail on the head here with an unfortunately too, all too realistic answer, Eric. That was literally their <laughs> probably probably their request for a proposal to the mm-hmm. world. The RFP mm-hmm. was make it easier to buy mm-hmm. pre-made sandwiches at a sandwich shop known for custom sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Make it easier and also expand your horizons. Mm. Introduce I you to new, like new flavors, a world exactly. of flavors. Exactly. Because if a real sandwich curator, cured meat serrator, <laughs> like were to craft a sandwich for me, I would probably trust that more than myself having to do it. You know what I mean? If I'm going to venture out into a new genre of like sandwich, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't know if I'll like, try a veggie delight ever because i'm like oh, i don't know like what the best combo of veggies is but i might say fuck it, i'll get the green goddess because somebody already thought of that for me somebody with way more experience with vegetables has made that for me already right so you think the average sandwich subway sandwich enjoyer is like ah, i got no time to think about this i'll just yeah get, i'll just get probably, some green meats they're probably just like you and i they roll up the subway and then they're like before you know it, you're next in line and you're like, oh crap, I have no idea what I want. And then you just default to uh, BM- BMT herbs and cheese mm-hmm. <laughs> or Vegetalite herbs and cheese. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's always the same thing when you're, when it's crunch time, you know, you just go back to what you know. Yeah, dude, the average person frees up or like freezes up in the spotlight too. And mm-hmm. when you're getting pressure tested, you're on, you're on the stand when you're being asked those tough questions by the artist. Like mm-hmm. ordering a Subway sandwich without saying a uh, challenge impossible. <laughs> right? Though? It's, it's true. It's like, true. I know exactly what I'm going to get. And every time I'm like, uh, my eyes go cross-eyed. You know, what's crazy. The entire Subway experience is bookended by the word, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because you say it before you order. And you also say it after you finish your sandwich. You go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You're right. The first and last groan. <laughs> It's beautiful. Oh, it is beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of beautiful, Ty, by the time of listening, at the time of posting, you will be in 
Mallorca. You'll be probably swimming, you know, dipping your toes in the Mediterranean Ocean. Tell me more mm-hmm. about that. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, need to, I need to live vicariously through you, or else I'll go. I'll go like insane here by myself. Yeah, it's going to be uh, just like a, a dream-like journey around the coastline of Mallorca. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get out of Palma as fast as possible. I don't want to hang out there. I want to go to like little tiny beach coves and little tiny old like Spanish towns from antiquity that are on mountainside like hills, kind of like Tuscany vibes, but on an island. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know the vibe. Um, maybe yeah. drink some cava, maybe... Co- is that um, coffee? <laughs> it's coffee, right? No, that's it's like a, a cava is a Spanish v- wine that's kind of like a champagne, but maybe maybe a bit drier, like a brute. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, that's the Croatian word for coffee. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Well, uh, if I if I ask for it and they bring me coffee, then we'll know that <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> That'll be a really funny like turn of events. Mm-hmm. Or if you like, maybe you've just like swapped the words. And then, like, in the morning, they bring you a glass of wine. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that, though. Yeah, that's true. That sounds uh, wonderful. Yeah, so my plan is just, like, we got a few really nice, like, estates that we're going to be staying at. Uh, in Spanish, they call it a finca. <laughs> so we got a few fincas that we'll be just roaming about, you know, old stone, cobble, like, layered in vines you know <laughs> long passageways through uh green spaces i, I think i don't outdoor know pools <laughs> that's okay um real vine- <laughs> vi- vi- old vineyard energy with all the accommodation that i've tracked down one, one mm. place i'm actually staying in an old roman castle that's been converted into a little boutique hotel that'll be dope nice so, damn dude yeah. this is, sounds very romantic so this is it's lovely good. i love this Dude, I, I am Mr. Romance, you know? Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing will beat the bromance of this podcast. So That's a fact. I, I'm not jealous. You know what I mean? I'm just simply happy for you, Ty. This is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah, how did you how did you land on Mallorca? Because I'm like, it's kind of like a European deep cut. And you mm-hmm. are like a mysterious kind of guy <laughs> who likes to like go through uncharted territory i would say you know i mean you're not one to go to rome and paris on their first time to europe you know i mean right right you're you've been already and now you're like okay let's see what the deep cuts have to offer offer so how did you like land on this place as a destination i love that question eric and so there's a multitude of reasons here a few different factors one is LP. She's been fascinated by this island for quite some time. It graces the Instagram Explore page all too frequently. Something's <laughs> happening in this island that I need to know about. Yeah, number Bella two. Hadid's there. That's exactly. <laughs> uh, reason number two is that it's giving Mediterranean, but in a way that I think is a little bit uh, unconventional. You know, it's not quite the uh, Sicilian coastline or greek island that one might expect so i think it Mm -hmm. will offer more surprise there's something about when you like see things online so many times you kind of feel like you've already been there but i don't really know too much about what to expect and Mm -hmm. the third reason is when i go places i get a lot of fomo 
I'm sure you do too, you know, about making sure I see every single thing. If you treat traveling like a video game, it's kind of like when you need to like break every box in the room before you can go on to the next, <laughs> section, you know, mm -hmm. the next level. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So little tiny islands are perfect for me because I can actually see everything on it. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a clear perimeter of like the, exactly. map, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? <laughs> it's yeah. like the GTA map when you like are only, you only have the first part of Manhattan unlocked mm -hmm. and you have to like, you can go down every alleyway because it's pretty small. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can see every corner. Mm -hmm. You might as well go in every building and steal every vehicle on that block. So you really get to intimately mm -hmm. understand like where you can get away with crime in Manhattan. And I'm hoping that I'll have the same <laughs> takeaway from my workout. Like mm -hmm. where would, where's the best place to do crime? That's the question that you're going to have to ask me when we get back on this pod post vacay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, I'm sure it'll be easy to find over there in Europe. That'll be, that'll be really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, how is the weather looking? It seems like it'll be very warm. Mm -hmm. Balmy. Uh, we're in the high 20s. I don't know what that is in America. Sorry, American listeners. Um, good enough to swim, <laughs> but, not, but not too hot. Just, mm -hmm. just the way we like it. Like, I would say like fifth bite, you know? Like it's not freshly toasted, <laughs> but it's still warm. <laughs> mm, I see what you're saying. And you're you're known to swim early in the season. And so you're mm -hmm. no stranger to the chilly waters. Yeah, dude. You always <laughs> want to have a, a swim really early in the year and really late in the year, but not like a polar bear swim. That's cuckoo. Just like a late, <laughs> like a mid-fall swim. Because what that does, Eric, is that stretches the ends of your stomach. Or your, not your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> also your stomach. Uh, it stretches your summer. Okay. <laughs> it stretches your summer out really really long and decreases the icky winter months that's really funny mm -hmm. i'm also really happy that we agree that polar bear swims are stupid mm -hmm. facts yeah dude they're like, so lame Why? it's only it's only cool if like you're in like norway and you're doing like a real ice plunge or something and it's mm -hmm. like strictly for muscle recovery you know what i mean doing one mm -hmm. to like cure your hangover is like super lame to me with like a bunch oh, of yeah. other people in like speedos in vancouver everyone's gonna just get an equal eye here <laughs> doing that yeah dude like swimming in groups already lame swimming mm -hmm. when the water's too cold also lame especially when you don't have an athletic build triple lame mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly strictly muscle recovery and mm -hmm. has to be like immediately following an extremely hard workout facts and it has to be in an environment where you don't ever really get the option to have a warm swim anyways yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Um, speaking of recovery, I am staying very well hydrated this week, Ty, because I just received eight cases of Voss water. <laughs> eight cases. So yeah, dude, that's eight. What is Four bottles. I have one hundred and ninety-two bottles of Voss in my apartment right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so what did the Voss rep say to you to convince you to buy one hundred and eighty bottles of water? Well, Ty, let me just make this super clear. This is a free gift from Voss World, at Voss World on Instagram. <laughs> Give them wow. a follow. Um, yeah, that's right. This was a free gift. This was a uh, prize from the Labor Cup uh, tennis match that I went to. You just have Dude. to like tag them in, in your story and 
somehow Bay won. <laughs> like Bay mm. posted them and got reposted, and they just fucking DM'd her, being like, "What's the address? Like, we're sending some water." Wow. Um, unfortunately, Ty, they sent uh, 192 bottles of still water, which is a huge disappointment. Jeez. Like, I just want to like email them back, being like. Where's the sparkling? I thought this was going to be like the elevated version of your product, not the mm-hmm. not the uh, pedestrian one. Yeah, dude, you can and... drink water, still water from the tap. What's what do you? What exactly. Do you to... I, went, I, I grabbed myself a glass of water today. I'm just like, I'm like, there's no difference between the tap right now and the <laughs> bottle of Voss in my fridge. It's not mm. even the glass bottles too. So you know, it's kind of just the lowest cost product mm-hmm. probably but still you know there's probably like some like i don't know family in like ukraine that could use this water but mm-hmm. we have it here in beautiful bc <laughs> yeah sent to a water rich country <laughs> to sit on your yeah. condo floor for presumably months now mm-hmm. i mean the good thing is if there's an earthquake i can probably live in my like in the parkade for like, mm. for like five years with all this water. You can make a killing off that water in a earthquake stricken nation, uh, <laughs> which brings me to my next question, which is how do you plan to profit off of all of this fluid? Because <laughs> um, truly you don't need to drink all 192 bottles. You could probably peddle those to unsuspecting victims. I mean, we'll see. I haven't, I haven't thought too deeply about how we will consume or go through all of this water. But I'll probably try to profit socially first. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like when it, anytime I meet up with someone, I'll just bring them a bottle. Like, hey, stay hydrated tonight, will you? Mm-hmm. It's good. <laughs> yeah, this is a good icebreaker for your little story that you just shared. Mm-hmm. Well. And nothing's better than you know, sm- a small luxurious gift. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Keep a case in the trunk of the Mercedes, just in case someone uh, a great idea, someone actually. needs some water. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think what you need to do is you need to find the most dehydrated people in Vancouver, wherever they hang out, and then just mm-hmm. linger nearby. That's true. I could probably do a Drake style God's plan video where he's just like mm. blessing homeless people with like ca- like lots of cash or like you know people down on their luck, mm-hmm. and I'll uh, I'll just do that with like uh, high end water. <laughs> yeah, dude, and it'll be like volleyball players leaving a rec center. Yeah. <laughs> exactly i'll just hang out by the courts and then mm-hmm. put up a sign that says like you know five dollars for a bottle of, of voss mm-hmm. you're the, you're the, con- the you- there's a convenience fee in there you know mm-hmm. you the voss boss hugo boss mm-hmm. you said hugo boss there's um <laughs> there's um yeah i just did this memory of like sitting in south southern italy on the beach and like, there's a guy walking around the beach in like full like outfit, like shoes and everything, with a cooler, and he's just yelling, "Aqua Fanta Bira!" Nice. <laughs> he's just like walk around, "Aqua Fanta Bira, Bira Fanta Aqua," Dude. and then people would just put their hand up and buy a beer from him. I thought that was a great business model. That is a great business model. So I think you need to do that in Vancouver, but I don't think you should go do that at the beaches because the time of year has passed and. People that go to the beach are better prepared than that. I think you should walk down like the Granville Club Strip at oh. like, one a.m. with your water bottles. That those are the people that need to rehydrate the most. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
I'll target people who are like sitting down on the curb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like anyone who's like sitting on the sidewalk on Granville Street has seen better days. And I'll yeah, just dude. offer them, you know, a little Voss. They've spent all night overpaying for fluids. So what's one more drink? But yeah, that's right. Maybe I'll end up on uh, like Daily Hive. It's like mm-hmm. Good Samaritan with a case of water, like saves uh, saves eighteen year old girl from dying. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I think that'd be a nice you know, brand moment for me. I'm not one for charity in general, so this mm. will be <laughs> this will be a nice uh, brand play. I think. Yeah, dude. Put you're, like, you're kind of like Batman, and that says the way you come out at night and save lives. But mm-hmm. you need a different animal to reflect what you actually do. Maybe like a fish. You could be fish yeah. man. Rat king. Aquaman. Aquaman. It's been taken. Oh, fuck. There you go. Aquaman. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'll take merman as well, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm Merman's comfortable good. with you calling me that. You know? Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Ty, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I think we need to... Um, cut this short and let you get on vacation because at the time of recording, you are in the midst of your packathon. And mm-hmm. so we need to, you know, we got to get you downloading some episodes of this show to listen to on the flight. That's a fact. I got to run back, take notes, always improve for the breadheads. That's right. That's right. Game tape, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty, have fun in Europe. Don't fall into a canal while you're drunk. Um, mm-hmm. Careful on those beach cliffs and i will speak to you when you get back sounds good eric don't make a canal with all your water and we'll speak (laughs) shortly think fresh everybody ciao ciao ciao